Uh, with us today at the Apple Football Club is Mr. Bobby Porter. He is a bit of an, uh, a league free agent, if you will. He's, he's been around the uh, Apple football world a lot. Uh, welcome, Mr. Porter. Thanks, Jeff. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So I've been really, the thing that really caught my eye most recently is all your custom fields on uh, Facebook. How are you, uh, you're getting these done with a print shop you mentioned? I am, yeah. I have a local print shop. Um, it's it's kind of funny. So, um, you know, Greg Brath, he, you know, with his website and he, it caught my eye with his fields. So, mm -hmm. and I reached out to him probably like four or five years ago, I think, maybe four years ago and asked him how he did his, and he told me he had a print shop himself, so how he got it made, so um, I have one five minutes from my house, nice. so, which is really nice, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's a small, I live in North Carolina, small little town, and, and it has this print shop, and, and I stopped by, um, I started with baseball first, um, and then I went to, uh, I went to the football fields, and uh, so they've made, I've made about 25 so far, and actually, I went today, and, and I'm doing another 10, so nice um, I emailed them the uh I emailed them the, the fields and then um i went ahead and dropped off the football and yard marker so they can you know make the lines for the for the ball and marker so yeah nice nice yeah. that folks is dedication see and it's the print quality of appa that really you know you can't help it it's just that customization it so lends itself to that again. no absolutely no absolutely and if, if i was a kid um you know when, when i first started playing if these were uh, you know, were available back then. Right. I mean, I'd be, I'd be begging my parents to buy me, you know, every single feel for every single team at that time. So for sure, for so, sure. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's it gives you that more detail when you play the game. You know, what I mean, you're actually playing on if it's Three River Stadium or Heinz Field or, um, it's nice that you're a Steeler fan, Jeff, because I yeah. am too. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, but even if you know, like, listen, I grew up in New England, so I grew up in in Maine, so. You know, all my, all my buddies are Patriot fans. So, you know, I have to have, you know, I have to have a Patriots field, unfortunately, even though I can't stand them. Um, maybe, maybe not so much now since Brady's gone, but uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. so I have to have a couple, couple fields. I made one for a buddy of mine as well. So uh, yeah, my buddy's cool. a big Pats fan. So I made a, made a Foxborough one for him. So we're in Maine, just curiously. Augusta. Okay. Okay. I was, I was up North in Presque Isle, Millinocket for a good oh, while. You were way up there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we were, yeah, I was in Augusta, so the central part of the state, so nice, hour cool. from Portland, hour from Bangor, so yeah. Exactly, cool, nice, nice. So um, how do you spec out these fields? I think you had shared a resource, um, gridiron uniforms or a database of fields or something. Yeah, so gridironuniforms.com, uh, they have a ton of fields, um, and so I, you know, I peeled them off of that. You can go ahead and just copy and paste and and put them into, I, I do Excel and then I'm able to do in a PDF form after that. And so then I'm able to send those to my, to my guys to, to, to print and then put them onto the boards. So they, you know, I know Greg has um, some on his site as well. So I think he has all the current, current fields. Um, and then of course, Gridiron Database has a bunch um, that actually, you know, has old time fields. And also um, Jerry Zajac, as you know, right. very well, um, Jerry somehow has a ton of fields himself. Nice. Um, Jerry's just a great resource period, just app in general. So Absolutely. I know you get, you guys mentioned the hall of fame. He's definitely a hall of fame. There's no question what his knowledge is not to get off topic, but totally. um, yeah, with what Jerry can do, um, or what he knows is his replays, his knowledge of every single game app is produced. 
Um, and then, yeah, he's, he's given me a bunch of fields as well. He's given me probably about 30 fields so far wow. uh, that he has that I'm able to you know, translate into my boards. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So do you do much solo play or is it strictly league at this point? I've, I've dabbled into solo. Um, you know, I haven't done a, a full season. I've done playoff um, solo plays. I did uh, just recently, I think I did it in 80, uh, I think it was 89 replay. So um, of the playoffs. So, and it was, it was San Francisco versus Denver. Um, and it was, it was kind of crazy because Montana's uh, passing stats, I don't have it in front of me, but his stats were close to game stats, which is pretty wow. cool. Um, and I think they, it wasn't a blowout. It was like 27 to 10 or something like that was my final, but I did the, I did the 89 playoff. Um, that was probably about a year ago. Okay. So that was fun, but I don't do a lot. Of, I don't do a lot of solo. Um, I do more baseball solo um, just team wise. and. Right now, I'm doing the 88 Pirates replay. Um, that's when I was a senior in high school, and that's when they kind of turned that franchise back to winning again in 88, and then they stumbled in 89, and of course, 90, 91, 92 with, yeah. with Barry Bond. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get into the into the replay. That's why I'm making these boards, because I want to get into solo replay eventually. But mostly right now, it's it's league. league okay. Play. So what was your first kind of app a year and your uh, first app, a, you know, game and experience and all that good stuff? How'd you get into it? It would be, yeah. So my dad, it, my dad's the one that made me an app a nut. So he, uh, you know, my dad's 70, he'll be 71 this July. So he was playing in the sixties. So, um, and then when I was born and then he was still playing right in the, in the mid to late seventies, I was, I think nine at the time. And so it was perfect because we, our family, Pittsburgh Pirates were coming up. So 1979, so it was the 80 edition, 79 season, which got me hooked. And after that, I just, Jeff, I carried that through um, my buddies. And we had, I was thinking about this today where we, um, you know, as a, as a kid in the 80s, you know, we played baseball during the day, right? Or pretty much in the morning. And then it got hot. We actually, six to seven of us would come to my house. We'd bring the picnic table into the garage and we'd play Apple baseball. <laughs> Until, nice. until dinner time, And then if we have Little League games, we go to our Little League games, or if not, we come back and play more APA. So we did that. I did that probably from, you know, I'd say probably like from 81 through 84, maybe until we got to high school, you know, the cool stage. And so APA kind of took a, I still played APA baseball though, um, up until my senior year. So, but my buddies kind of, you know, got away from it. And I kind of played solo 25 to 30 game seasons. So Interesting. Yeah, because we're, we're, I would consider us kind of that younger generation in Napa, you know, with that second wave. I mean, you like your dad, you know, that folk, you know, folks are there in the 50s and 60s. Like that's the real, you know, Mach 1 kind of thing. Exactly. It's, you know, and then we kind of grew up, I mean, video games were coming up, but certain of us stuck with it. I wonder why you, you think that is. I mean, particularly when you're playing Little League too. So you're actually doing sport and playing the games. I wonder why you think you stuck with it. I think just the, I think the realism, and I know, you know, in your interview with Greg, you guys talked about, it was almost like a history lesson with players. And so with, with, with that being said, you can't do that with a video game, right? You don't, you can't go back. You can play with the current guys, I guess. And at the time when we were growing up, they didn't have the players, right? They were just, you know, just digital guys and didn't have names or anything. Right. So I think probably that. And then when, when we got older in my college days and in the nineties, I mean, they started to put players' names on it, but I just, I don't know, something about APA and going back into the history, because it's all current, you know, they, I think they're finally going, I don't know if Matt, I don't play video games, so I don't know if, if Madden goes to the, you know, the 70s or 60 players, I don't know if they do that or not. I know baseball's done it, um, but 
I don't know, just something about, you know, rolling the dice and looking at a card and looking at the players' names and just knowing the history and, you know, thinking about when we were going, at least in the eighties, you know, you know, probably haven't heard this name in a while. Like, you know, you, you went through their characteristics, what they were good at. Right. So you can look at a card and say, Oh, this guy's good defensively. Right. So I can remember like in the eighties, like Ivan De Jesus, right. <laughs> he, I think he was a nine at shortstop. Um, and so you knew he was good. At, he was, he was a good fielder, but hitting wise, uh, his cards aren't that great, but he's a good fielder. So I want to play him at short or, or what have you. Now you can look at, you know, Willie Stargell's, you know, MVP year in 79 and go, that's a, it's a damn good card, yeah. you know, and Dave Parker and things like that. So you could look at a card and say, if a guy's good or not. Um, and so, and then you can go back in history. And I learned so much about the 1960 pirates because that was my dad's team. And we had that set or not that set, but we had the all time great. So that was part of the all time great set was a 1960 team. So I always use that team. So I learned, you know, Bob Skinner and Bob friend and Vern law, you know, those guys that, you might not have, you know, like kids today probably have no idea who those players are besides Roberto Clemente and Dick, you know, no one knows Dick Stewart, I don't think, but, um, you know, Dick wrote, you know, guys like that. So I learned, you know, I learned those guys and I learned the history of baseball and football by playing, playing Napa. So, which is pretty, pretty damn cool where you can't really do that to me in a video game. No, exactly. I mean, I have seen, and I was just watching someone, I meant to post some commentary on this. Someone was doing a uh, 1961 Titans Colts game where you can, you can kind of summon up the old games on video on Madden, unlock them or something, but the, the Jersey names are all wrong. The, I guess for licensing purposes, whatever estates, you know, and it's all in this, the contemporary visual. It's just kind of, it doesn't really equate, you know, but with the cards, like you're saying, you really learn, you project into it. It's like, who is this guy? Who was he? You know, you know, exactly. outside of the performance. Thing, so. Cool. No, it's very cool. Yeah. So now I just, just, I know we went a little, slightly tangentially here but but so you are a multi-leaguer which which is interesting in any app of sport but particularly for football and you've kind of made the rounds to you know two of the oldest ones you know the sun coast that ray dunlop founded in 79 and then the the ncfl which grew out of a male league in 81 and now the acfl which i think greg barrett has joined that one right yeah, it's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. So it starts with baseball again. So I was in a, I was in a, it's kind of funny. My dad's a high school referee. And so quick story. Um, he was, he was doing a game and, and of course he went through the cafeteria and there was guys that were playing Napa, playing Napa baseball. And so he stopped and talked and, um, and he, he got some guys and he, after the game, he said, Hey, these guys are playing Napa. They, they have a, they have a team available. I don't know if you're interested or not. Here's the guy's name and number. Give him a call if you're interested. So Sure enough, I gave the guy a call and uh, we talked for about 30, 40 minutes and um, said, yeah, yeah, you can have the, go ahead. We need a, we need a manager, um, take over this team. And so I did. And so um, I was in the TBBA, which was the Tampa Bay Baseball Association. And then there's a guy uh, named Pat Patterson, who was also in the league. And after a series, we were talking and he was in uh, the SFL and they said they had an opening at the time. And sure enough, you know, I talked to him and said, yeah, I'd love to play app of football and got into the league. And this was, I think in 97, Jeff, I started. So, um, so I went from 97 to 2006 in the SFL. Uh, Ray was already gone. I don't know Ray Dunlap at all. I've never met him. I heard he's a great guy, uh, innovator with app, of course. Um, and, and that's the thing about the SFL. It's a, it's a different, it's a different game. They don't use the app of boards. They have their own board. I don't know if you know this or not. They have their own boards. Yeah. Um, they have, they have matchup decks, which is pretty cool. And innovation, I think, of Rays. 
Um, and so, yeah, so I did that. Like I said, I did that from 97 to 2006. Um, great bunch of guys. I used to get on the website to see how the progress was, you know, see how they were doing. Um, you know, there was two guys that really made that, that league work. And it was Chuck, I don't know if you know Chuck Halling um, and then er Ernie Charette. And Ernie Charette was like uh, the Bill Belichick. Uh, when I first came in, uh, he, nice. he was always, he was always the one that was winning, um, you know, the league and he always had a good team. So it was always good. If you could knock him off, you know, you did something that, that day, you know what I mean? If you're able to beat him, but yeah, that, that I, I do miss that league. I, it was, it was tough too. So I moved up to North Carolina in 2006. So I went vacant from an Apple league football league and it was just like, Oh, I miss it. I miss it. So <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you're for nine years. I mean, the, the, the chief issue uh, is often how do I schedule this game? You know, you're using Skype back, back then. That was face to face, I imagine. Face to face, yeah. So now you're, you know, you're, but either way, face to face or Skype, I mean, you've got to block out that window of a minimum of three hours. How did you kind of maintain your, your athletic app of stamina for that nine years? I know that was tough. So, you know, what was nice is in, and this is probably unique too. I had a buddy of mine, Don Golden, and childhood buddy, right? He was one of those guys back up in Maine that, uh, um, yeah, that, that played, you know, we played until, you know, until, until the, you know, actually the, the streetlights came on. Right. So he moved down, he finished law school and, and myself and another buddy of ours from high school were down in Tampa, right. Just starting out. And, uh, he came down to start his career and he's still down there today, but anyway, big app guy as well. Doesn't play now, but, um, he was a big app guy. And so I said, Hey man, why don't you team up with me? And we'll be, you know, we'll be teammates, right? So we'll just own this team. And then because of where he lived in Brand, I don't know if, if, if you're familiar with Tampa, it's it's pretty spread out, right? Yeah. Um, so I lived I lived in Tampa and he lived in Brandon. Okay. And so he would play the guys in Brandon and, and Plant City and, and around that area. And I would play the guys in Tampa. We would sometimes team up, which was kind of neat. I was the offensive coordinator. He was a defensive nice. coordinator. So that was kind of fun, right? Um, it threw guys off a little bit. Um, but we stunk our first couple of years. And, and, um, but yeah, so to, to juggle that, it, it's tough, right? You have to have a commitment. I was just starting a family as well. Sure. Um, at the time, I, you know, I was dating my wife. You know, I got married in 98 and we had our daughter in 99. So that was tough to do. But I think with my daughter being little at the time, it was easy to juggle, right? So if I got off work, I can go ahead and, and go to someone's house from you know six until nine and then come home you know thank god my i have a wife that that you know understands the hobby my hobby and what makes me happy so she she was you know she was all in and let me have some fun um so yeah that was that was you know that was great so um but yeah it was, it was nice having a buddy with mine um what was nice too is uh, which i feel i have an asterisk next to my name on this so in 2006 <laughs> we actually won it all, but I played the regular season games and then I had moved to North Carolina. So he took over in the playoffs and he ran the table and won it. So, wow. um, yeah, so it was nice, but I have that asterisk because I actually didn't truly win it. He won it. So, but, uh, you know, our names are next to each other in the, <laughs> in the SFL, you know, you know, in the, in the rule book or not the rule book, but in the uh, record books, I should say. Annals of history. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Exactly. So that, that, that is a true point. Yeah. Your spouse is a big part of league play. That's kind of job number one, <laughs> ingredient one, right? Absolutely. So, um, so, and yes, I remember I was looking back at the interview. We, we, we first connected with Ray in 2012 and he talked about, you know, throwing out the old boards, recrafting all the old boards. And, uh, I just wonder how do you get, uh, used to all that and create strategy um it, you know i guess because i didn't play appa for a long time it you know it was new so it was you know it was easy transition for me 
Sure. It was harder for me from the from from the SFL to the NCFL, because with the SFL you only had you know you had inside run, outside run, so you know it, it was sure. plunge, you know running play, and then short pass, long pass. That was it. You didn't have the draw, you didn't have the screen, right? You didn't have a long, you didn't have a medium pass. So yeah. those weren't in, included in the SFL, right? And then of course the matchup deck. So. You know, as far as that goes, that was an easy transition for me. Um, and I felt the stats were pretty right on. I mean, the formulas that they do, they they do a quota for how many receptions you have. So you can only throw to a certain guy so many times in a game. So, you know, you can't throw, you know, if you have an, you know, an A receiver that might have caught 50 passes, you can you can't throw to him all the time. You can only throw him to him maybe five or six times a game. So if it's an incomplete pass, it's it's attempts, it's not catches, it's attempts. So you know, some of the innovations they did were, were really good. And um, as far as strategy goes, I mean, and it's the same thing with the way I go today. You have to have a high percentage quarterback. I mean, to me, it's a quarterback league, um, even back then to now. And then just, you know, you have to have a good running back as well. If I think if you have those two things um, and then a good defense, um, I think you can win. And that's what I, that's the formula that I went with. And at the end of the SFL, I started to win. Um, and then of course we won it all with, not my help, but well, sort of my help. Cause I, you know, I, I had the, I had the, got us into the playoffs. So, but you know, Donnie took it home for us, but, uh, but yeah, I think a high, high percentage quarterback and a good running back to me, you know, as far as not giving too much out of the play calling that I do, but you know, you got to mix it up too, right. Just like any other thing in, in football. So. And for, in terms of the drafting, as I, as I understood it for SFL, you know, every round, if, if a first rounder didn't get picked in the first round, he's off the table for the round two of the draft. Was that still the rule then? So that, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that, the, the draft, the, the way they did the draft, so they didn't want to have an all-star league, right? So, which was pretty, which was really strategic as far as drafting. If you want to talk strategy, you got to figure out, you know, position wise. So you really had to look at your team and see what you needed. Right. So you couldn't just take a wide receiver, wide receiver, and then all of a sudden you get a guy, that was in the first round that got overlooked and got him in the eighth round. Right. So the way the SFL did it is if the guy was drafted in the first round, you can only draft him in the first round yeah. and he was only eligible for two years. Wow. So if he didn't get taken in, in the first in, in year one or year two, then he was off the table. You couldn't draft him again. So if, if you had a you know first rounder who kind of stumbled the first two years, right. In the NFL, and then all of a sudden came out and became the superstar they thought he was in year three, you weren't, you weren't, he wasn't eligible for, for you to draft. And that goes with the second round too. I think the third and fourth, I think that's where I think you could, they could go what, you know, whenever you want to draft them as far as, you know, four years down the road, if you want to draft a third rounder from, you know, say we'll use now, say 2020, if you want to draft that guy, you might be eligible in 2024, but the first and second rounds, once the two years is up, they're done. So, I was told that Joe Montana was never drafted and was never used. So that is, to me, that's just nuts to think that to me, one of the you know top two, top three quarterbacks of all time, never to play in the SFL is just, is nuts. It's okay. just nuts. Well, it's kind of like the ultimate what if, I mean, yeah, Steve DeBerg, we talked about that with Ray, yeah, but it's, it's just, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's it's really that you know you tout uh, Madden in the franchise mode and uh, where you can kind of create your own player and join the team and all this stuff, go through the trade, build your career. But I mean, really, when you're talking about something like the Apple League, I mean, it's really it's general manager stuff. It's exactly as advertised. You know, oh, absolutely. You're the coach and all that good stuff. How do you uh, did you find that? Uh, 
everyone in the league had kind of a, a play style or was it basically, you know, dealing with your, your, um, you know, you've got your high percentage quarterback, you got your, I don't know if you even used asterisk receivers. I mean, if you did, I mean, that's, we sort did. Of, yeah, yeah so. we did, we did. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, some guys, you know, are, you know, are, are throwbacks. They like to run the ball. So you're going to have the guys that are going to, you know, they should, you know, they want to strategically run the ball all the time and then occasionally throw the pass in. So, you know, just, it just, you know, everyone's different. I'm a type of guy that loves throwing the ball. I love throwing the ball and I'll sprinkle in a run here and there. Right. So I love, I just like going, I like throwing, I'm almost like um, Don Coriel, you know, let it fly. So, you know, back in the eighties, that's the type of person I am. Yeah. I just like to, you know, air Coriel, just want to throw it. Yeah, sprinkling some runs, right? So everyone was different. I think, um, I think uh, you know, some guys would would be like myself and like to throw the ball, and and, and there was a lot of guys that would just like to run the ball. So, you know, so so you can pick up trends that way too. Um, I know one guy would would go ahead and chuck every time you'd run a play. You know, he'd have PR, right? Okay, first down, he passed. You know, so guys would track during the game what you did on first down, second down, third down. So it's pretty. Pretty unique, you know. A couple of guys, not everyone did that, but a couple of that guys did that. So yeah, yeah, it's it's like your poker. You got to have kind of a poker face too, right? I mean, absolutely. you know. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. So, so all right. So the NCFL is a, a completely different set of rules. How did the ACFL, I imagine, kind of is an outgrowth of the NCFL, right? They're about two years apart in origin. I think so. Yeah. So. Um, so when I joined the NCFL, um, a couple of years later, like you said, they decided to branch off and try to, so the NCFL is more of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's an all-star league, but everyone's eligible, right? Every player is eligible. So where the ACFL, they wanted to kind of streamline it where it's not a superstar league, so to speak. So not everyone's been drafted, right? So we take the worst three teams uh, in the NFL, and that's who we draft from. So it depends on their 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 you know winning percentage. We take the three worst winning percentage teams, unless you're one of those teams, right? And so we have base teams. So everyone was able to draft a base team to start out out with. Now I I originally was the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I I dropped out because of just time constraints. Didn't have time for two leagues, right? So unfortunately, I dropped out, and then a couple of years later, I came back in. Um, and I took over the Atlanta Falcons. That, that was a team that was available. So I took over the Falcons. Um, but you get you get basically 12 players off of that team. So um, you have 10 base players. You can put two on taxi squad is what you do. So those players you can't use unless someone gets injured for, for multiple games or a game or multiple. Then you can bring them up from the taxi squad. So you get to pick 10, 10 players from that squad. So offense, defense. So like I can keep Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, you know, Todd Gurley, just to name a few, right? And then I can, in yeah, sure. defense, whatever. So, but if a guy leaves, so for instance, Austin Hooper left, um, went to Cleveland last year, right? So in 19, he was on the, he was on, um, he was on Atlanta and then he went to Cleveland for the 2020 season. So if you protect, so if he's on your base and he goes to a ne- the neck to another team the following year, you get his rights still, you keep mm-hmm. his rights. So, which is kind of a nice little feature. So you get, they call it freebies. So if a guy leaves your team, if he's on your base to begin with, you get to keep him. So, yeah, which is nice. So, um, so, you know, so you don't lose a guy, so to speak, but if a guy, for instance, like Alex Mack, who was a center for the Falcons last year, he was on Cleveland years ago and he was drafted because Cleveland was, you know, one of the worst winning percentage teams. So he was drafted from another, by another team 
you know, previous years ago. So I was not able to, you know, keep him or, and I was never able to have him on my roster to begin with because he was already picked. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And so yeah, it's the same rules as APA, you know, we, we, we play the same rules. Uh, the one thing is the index. So hmm. we roll on every series to see what index you're in okay. based on, based on your, you know, based on the you know, offense and defense, you know, what, whatever your, your numbers are compared to your defense or offense. Your that's, that's, that was a different allocation chart than the Fletch 67, right? That's a whole. Correct. Different yeah, that's in, that's actually in the book. That's in Napa's, you know, I think on the back binder. Right. Yep. So you can roll that and that's every, yeah. So every series will roll that. And so whatever your, your index points are, you know, against your opponent, that's where you're going to fall. So you could be a, you could be in A's, B's and C's. So it depends on how good, your opponent is or how bad they are you could be in the a's all the time or you could be in the c's on how you rolled so i know like last year my defense was horrendous and one team um was unbelievable offensively so he was majority in the a's against me so so that wasn't yeah, that wasn't fun <laughs> yeah that's a hard that's a hard road to try yeah, it is a hard road yes yeah man. and and speaking in terms of kind of pickups and you know you know having personnel uh in terms of in-game you, you talked about in-game usage you know you've got a 50 catch receiver so you're going to limit you know attempts to him what about uh kind of the you know you've got your your uh your oc kick returners your tc kick returners is that solely at your discretion you know your second string backs and receivers you rotate them in just to kind of is there some sort of uh, definitive allocation there or do you need, or do you just, it's totally your discretion and is that's more of a strategic thing? You know, you bring uh, Theo Bell in and sit Swan for a second and, you know, kind of try to get some sort of advantage there. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, it's, it's so you get, you know, you're, the way they do it is, you know, you get so many attempts or so many catches right throughout the seat or throughout the season. So, um, we only play 10 games in the, in the ACFL, right? And we play 13 in NCFL. So NCFL is based on your season, season stats. So if you have 104 catches, you have 104 catches for the entire season, but it includes the playoffs. Mm. So if you make the playoffs, so you don't overuse somebody, um, because then, so for instance, um, like I had, o, I had o, o, Odell Beckham Jr., right? When he had 25 catches. So he was an asterisk, but he had 25 catches. I sat him for the entire season wow. thinking I could make the playoffs and then I can use him, right? So I had 13 or 12 or 12 and 13 in the playoffs, right? Because you have two playoff games, conference championship and the Super Bowl. Um, unfortunately, I made the play. I, I, I shouldn't say unfortunately. I made the playoffs, but I lost the conference championship game. So, but yeah. I saved Beckham for that reason, right? For the asterisk. So it just... So you can use, like I said, it's all based on the 20, so it'd be 2020 stats. So whatever they did, that's what you have in the NCFL. Where the ACFL is, there's a, there's a formula that we use. Um, and it's, I think it's I, top of my head, I'm bad with it. I always ask Jerry for help on it. Um, I, I forgot that, I forgot how we do the formula, Jeff, and I do apologize, but oh. it, it's based, yeah, it's based on a formula that kind of cuts guys down. So um, for instance, I think like I have, I have Kittle as my tight end. I think he can only catch 40, 40 balls, uh, for, for the 10 games. And then we, we, we redo it for the playoffs. Um, if you make the playoffs, so that's four catches a game for him. So yeah, there's a, there's a formula that we use for the uh, ACFL that, that limits guys. Um, so they're, they're not overused, so to speak. So as far as like a TCOC, 
um, you know, whatever the limit is on that, if they have one or two, um, you know, returns, then you can use them at any time. You just have to notate it. Hey, I'm using so-and-so for the kickoff. So for instance, um, like in the, uh, NCFL, I have, uh, I have lamb, right. CD lamb. So he returned a onside kick for a touchdown. Mm. So he's an, he's an OC. So he's got ones all over his card. So if I want to designate him as my kickoff returner for that one play and he returns it, then that's it. I use him for that. So. Okay. And the same thing in the ACFL. It's the same same type of thing. They have one or two. That's what they That's what we can use them for. Interesting, interesting. So now you had you were using Ray's Ray Dunlop's uh, matchup decks with the SFL. Compare play with and without kind of matching up. You know, you've got those inter you know, interior linemen. You've got your seven in a box versus you know. I mean, what is it? What's the game feel difference there? So what's nice about the about the matchup deck that I really enjoyed was you went it's one on one with that opponent right so if it was a wide receiver or a DB so say you had Deion Sanders right whose majority of his career is probably a five right and then you had a lesser receiver that he was going against he's going to dominate him so what's going to happen is that when that matchup deck comes up so every play you you, you pull the matchup deck so the defense pulls it and they'll say say Deion's a D eight so D eight versus the O one right and so you read that. And it, it would be just say five, three. So Dion's a five, say the receiver's a three. So it, it would be down one down, one index down and then down two lines. Hmm. So, or vice versa, if you had a so-so, you know, a three DB and a five wide receiver, that's going to go up one index and up two, you know, and the same thing with, with, you know, that's why tackles, guards, centers, and of course your interior linemen were so important in that league as well, because you'd have that matchup. So if you had a really, if you had like Bruce Smith, right who's a five and then your your tackle might have been say orlando pace who was a five so that would be a wash so they'd be button heads but it's a wash but if you had a lesser guy against bruce smith he's going to eat him up he's going to be down you know down two and down an index so that's the cool part about you know about the uh about the index cards you know is, is going head to head you know the guys would be knocking heads so to speak a one-on-one -on -one. And, and it could that's why it was so important on drafting as well you get you know, these superstar guys and um, they make a huge difference in a game. You know, it, it depends. It seems like, it seemed like the D5 and the D1 came up all the time or the 07 came up. I know I had Derek Brooks, the SFL. Yeah. And so he was always, you know, you know how dominant, dominant he was and he was always a five. So it was always nice to, you know, when you pulled his card and you see D7, it's like, all right, I got that five going against, you know, maybe a tight end that was a three or whatever, you know, so that was pretty, pretty fun but yeah it, it was all strategy and guys before the game would look at your you know because we'd have a sheet with everyone's you know you'd have a you'd have your lineup sheet and you'd have to match it up and say hey i'm gonna move this guy over here because you know you have a five my guy's a five so he's not gonna play d5 today he's gonna play d1 mm. so you can you know you can you know guys would maneuver guys so when they did come up um it would be you know it'd be pretty much a wash so which is pretty yeah which is pretty cool i remember just you know, before the game, everyone's looking at their matchups to see, okay, who do I want to go against? And it was pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, I, that's the part of the SFL. I, I definitely. Are, are any of you folks heading down to Atlanta? Have you been going down there? To, for the, I've uh, never been, never hmm. been, you know, I'm two and a half hours away. I've been to, I have been to, to in Alpharetta. I have been to, and I met John. Um, I did go in there once. We went to a, uh, I think I went to Atlanta Hawks game. They're playing the Warriors actually. Um, yeah. And two of my buddies went down. We went down. We we hit Appa, and uh, it's a great facility. Believe it or not, they have a beautiful. When you walk in, there's a. Have you been there yet? Or no, not yet. 
Now it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful display um, of all the games in a glass case. It's, it's, it's pretty cool uh, how he has it displayed. And then um, of course the warehouse has all the games and we walk back there and um, you know, my buddy and I were buying, you know, buying sets and, and things like that, but uh, I've never been to the convention. We, my buddy and I, who lives up in Maine, Mike, we've talked about it, about going to the convention one year. So um, just, I just, it hasn't worked for me as far as my summer plans, unfortunately. Sure, sure. Uh, I do a baseball trip with my dad every year. And so, you know, that's, that's number one. And then I do a family trip and that's number, you know, that's, that should be number one. It is number one, but my dad, but anyway, it's different times. So it, it works out. So that's, that's one, one, a one B I guess. Um, but then I just never have made it to, to the, uh, to the convention in Atlanta, but I like to. A lot of folks uh, still talking about trying to get a, a video component down there. You know, uh, Mr. Hurston, hint, hint, uh, Jerry Zajac and Steve uh, Myersberg and NCFL, ACFL, they've got it all uh, cooked up for you. So, you know, it's That easy. would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool to do. I mean, I listen, I, I love to see us expand in the, in the NCFL. Um, it's 10 teams right now. Uh, I'm not sure about the other league members if they want to expand, but I know, um, I think it'd be great if we, we did expand. I know, I know Brad Morgan, who, who, and Vern Kelly, those are the two guys that, that kind of initiated the ACFL. Um, and I know they, I know, I know Brad wants to expand in the uh, ACFL to get to at least 10 teams. So, um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we will, hopefully we will expand. Do you think there's kind of a limit to the size that a, a league is manageable number of team wise? Yeah, I think with football, just because of the time constraints, right? Because you got to dedicate yourself to, you know, two to three hours. It just depends on your opponent. So I know like if I play Jerry, um, we can get a game done two, two fifteen. you know, same thing with, with Vern and, and Brad and some of the guys are, you know, we might get done in three. Um, uh, there's a guy, Jared Garman, great guy as well. He, he can get a game. He's, he's great at typing. And that's the thing. If, if you're good at typing, that's the key is, is the typing. So, um, Jared and Jerry are probably the best two typers in the league as far as getting the play result in and, and, uh, and, and, and moving very smoothly. So I'm not bad, but if, if, if I'm playing those two guys are typing um, because they're, they're quick and they're good. And that's the key, Jeff, is, is really the typing. That, that kind of can slow us down from time to time. Usually all of us can probably get a game in in two hours over face-to-face, but with, um, you know, with the typing, it, that's, that kind of slows us down sometimes, especially if you have a unique play, because um, you want to keep, you know, the dialogue going on in the chat box, because if you have to go back and check stats, you know, you can make sure, hey, oh yeah, this is what happened. Let me go ahead and notate that or make sure, hey, this guy did this and that. So um, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely uh, the typing that slows people down. So sure. to, to recall really quickly, I know that, uh, yeah that um, Greg Barrett has your method, the NCFL method of play posted at oguard.net. We used to have it, I think we still have the Word doc, but, but briefly is you're, you have to type in your first timing. What is that order of play? The thing was like, you had to, you know, down yard line, and then you have to, the defensive person sets first and then the offense calls the play how would that how would so that... yeah so what we do so so whoever's tracking the the ball time right so whatever down it is so they put first and 10 ball at the you know say i'll use pittsburgh so i'm the steelers in the ncfl so i'll go ahead and, and so put first and 10 ball at the 25 so kick off right dash back ball 20 pit 25 uh 30 plays right and then we go ahead and then we both type in our play and then we say ready and we hit enter at the same time and boom the plays come up 
So there's no, there's no way of cheating. There's no way. And that's, that's the thing with, I, I talked to Pat Patterson about that because you know, I was telling him about with the SFL, Hey, can, you know, he was telling us, telling him about our league. And he's like, all oh, these guys, they could probably cheat. And I was like, no, listen, everyone's honest. There's no money involved. Right now, listen, we're all super competitive. I can tell you everyone in, the, in, in both leagues are super competitive. They want to win, but they don't want it. No one wants to cheat. I can tell you that right, right now. You know, if, if you win, you lose, you know, it's, the, it's playing the game of Apple that, that is the fun part about it. Um, I mean, my, I think I went, I, I went three and I went three and 10. Uh, I went eight and five my first year and then three and 10, my second and third year. And uh, I still had fun. You know, with my three and ten season, I had I had a blast. I really did. I Le'Veon Bell had a hell of a, I had a Le'Veon Bell, and he had a hell of a year. I think he had like sixteen hundred yards for me in thirteen games, and or nineteen hundred yards maybe total. I don't know, something ridiculous. And uh, <laughs> but it was fun, right? I went three and thirteen, and I had fun. So yeah. that's that's the main thing. So, but yeah, all you have to do is put your play. In, we both say ready, and then we just hit enter, and it, the, the play pops up, and then and then we read the play, and then we put the play result in. You know, if it's a 13 yard catch to Odell Beckham. You put 13 yard pass Beckham and then you, then you put the down. And so first and 10, you know, at the, at the, you know, at the pit 38 and, you know, you put your play in again and you go 29 plays, you know, so it's real easy to do. Yeah. Real easy to do. And so when you, so on, just to be clear on, on the offense, you're calling three wide, two tight, et cetera. And on defense, you're saying, you know, standard key Beckham, something like Correct. that or yeah. well you don't have to put three wide so what you do is you have and, and if you if you want me to jeff i can go ahead and, and demonstrate real quick if you want me to if that would Please i do. don't have the yeah. only thing i don't have is i don't have i don't have the players because i ripped them all off um because i have to get new ones right so sure. i'm i'm as you know with my boards i go into detail so i like to have the faces on my um with their rating so um there's two guys that do it i think it's just me and brad we love we love graphics so we we put Brad puts the logos on his team and uh, nice. on his play on his player cards, and I put actually faces. And I don't think I have them, but what I can do is I can switch my camera if you give me. Yeah, I'll show you how we kind of do it. So it gives you gives the audience and yourself an idea how you know we we go ahead and do it. Well, I, re I remember the uh, the the one uh, the global tournament we did in 2014. Um, yeah. with Phil Malloy out in Australia and, and um, Mike McCune and I ended up in the final and his 89 Niners carried the day. It was a really seamless system. It's, it's, it's surprisingly just genius innovation, really. I mean, the way it works. Oh, it, it absolutely is. I just got to figure out how I can switch my screen here. Let me... Oh, uh, or screen share the, uh, yeah. And you're still using single camera for each user, right? Or are you up to dual camera? I forget. Yeah, so we can get, yeah, so for instance, like Jerry, um, I don't know if I can do this or not, Jerry would sit, so Jerry Zajac would um, occasionally, while well, he was doing it, he did it for like two straight years, I don't know how he did it, to be honest with you, because I would, I would be, it burn me out, he would sit in for, he would be the referee, or he'd be, he'd do all the typing for us, um, I and mean, we're getting games done in an hour and 45 minutes, so he would read the boards, he would knock, we would knock games out like, like it was nothing, and it was, it was great to have Jerry in there, I think Jerry just does the playoffs right now for us. Um, oh, okay. He just doesn't have the time, which I don't blame him. I would have been burned after year one doing every single game, but um, that's why the guy needs to go in the Hall of Fame. There's no question. But uh, yes. yeah, so yeah, so you can get so you can get three yeah you can get three cameras in there easily. But he turned his camera off because of you know just because of the feed. We had feed problems from time to time. Sure. So sure. he turned his camera off. I'm just seeing if I can um, switch this camera, and I'm not sure if I can or not. 
In other words, how far apart are your coaches? You said you mentioned, I think you've got a coach in Canada. Uh, now you get Greg out in Washington State. You know, you're out East Coast. I mean, where, and, and you, you know, the, the, like the NCFL is based in Ohio. So, you know, you've got folks fairly well apart. Yeah. So we have, so we have three guys in Ohio. Um, we got, um, Three guys in Ohio. We have so we got Dick Rupert, um, we got Jim Baker, and then Jerry are all in Ohio. Uh, we got Vern Kelly, who's in Virginia. You got myself, who's in North Carolina. You got Brad Morgan, who is in uh, Kentucky. You got uh, Jared Garman, who is down in Florida. Um, and then you got Mike Har Harwell or Harlow, excuse me. Mike's in Texas. You got Danny uh, Danny Henderson. He is in Arizona. <laughs> Um, so that's in the SFL. Am I miss? Hopefully, I'm not missing somebody. Um, I think that's is that ten guys. I think that's ten guys. Oh, then we got a new guy, Ken. I'm sorry, Ken's in Pennsylvania. I think he's outside of Pittsburgh. I think um, Ken is brand new. He just he took over for a guy that that left. Um, just left. We don't know what happened to him. He just left the league, which is odd. Um, and then of course we got. And then it's pretty much the same guys. We have the same guys in the uh, ACFL who are in the NCFL. Um, okay. And then of course now we have Greg out in Washington. So we got them, we got them everywhere, you know, which is nice, right. which is nice. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, you're represented what seven States, I think. Is that yeah. Right? Seven yeah. Right That's awesome. Well, I mean, you, yeah. you, you know, back around, yeah. 2013 between the uh, last Lancaster conference and the Atlanta conference, suddenly, you know, all these regional tournaments uh, popped up, you know, 99% you know, baseball, um, but and a lot of folks, you know, from Jim Shea all over the place have been talking about doing, you know, these kinds of things. You know, it's great to have people seated all over the place to kind of help spread the game out if at all possible. You know, I mean, whoever, if there's somebody who's maybe in a stratomatic, I don't know if you ever played other not app of games, but you know, it'd be a curious exercise to kind of try to bring someone into the fold who's maybe a a second season person, for instance, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've dabbled in strat, never really liked strat. Um, I just, I, I, I mean, I did the baseball. I, I tried the football, I think when I was in high school and just didn't, didn't care for it. I liked that, but better. So, but yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's nice to bring people, other people in that, that, that maybe have never played it or played, like you said, stratomatic and get them to swing over to app. I think app was just the best, I think Apple football really is, is the best head to head game there is out there. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I don't think it can compare to anything. Now I haven't played hockey and I haven't played soccer, so I don't know how those two games are, but it doesn't compare to, you know, baseball doesn't even compare to football. So I can't get this camera. I can't get the second. Camera <laughs> work, so. No problem. No problem. But this is, I'll show you the board. So if you can see, so this is the, so this is what I roll in right here. So this is my foul oh, board. So interesting. Yeah, so That's yeah, up here is a magnet. And so we put the players on here. So you'll know, like if it's three wide, two tight ends, right. Um, or just standard offense, which you have, you know, your two running backs, your two wide receivers, tight end. So, um, so you put the players here. So everyone sees them. Mm -hmm. uh, on the camera and then of course you're rolling here and everyone sees your your dice so it's, nice. it's pretty cool yeah i go a little bit overboard with you know with the field and um I'm, I'm a nut i really am when it comes to to the graphics of everything so um well, you know i mean it comes down to prep i, I uh, somebody some conversation on facebook today but it, today but it really is about 
understanding your players and all you know if you're you've got to be detail oriented or else you there's too many things to lose track of you know in terms of how to use your folks uh you know kind of understanding what's possibly more likely going to happen in certain field situations things of that nature you know so it's every the more ocd or apa cd you are the better <laughs> exactly. off you are. <laughs> exactly jeff it's funny that's funny. I am. I'm, I'm, that's why with the, I, the boards I do and the baseball fields I make, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm OCD when it comes to that. I don't know how I got that way, but yeah, that's the way I am now. So I just, I enjoy looking at the graphics and, you know, and I, you know, I think just like you said, the, the preparation is fun as well. Um, just, you know, designing, you know, you know, your guys and your, you know, your, your, your cards that you have to make as far as your, your player cards. And yeah, it's that, that part of it I just enjoy, you know, as much as playing the game, you know, so. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so now your draft, as I understand it, is complete. You haven't, you're about to kick off for the season? Uh, the ACFL we are, yeah, we're going to do that in August. So we have a, we do, so our cut down day is the 20th of June. So in three weeks, we'll get to our 48 man roster and then we'll have a waiver draft. So everyone that's got cut, we do a waiver draft and so you can pick up players that were cut and then once we do that and then we we're going to start i think august 1st so yeah so the acfl is the fall league and then the ncfl is the winter league so we start that basically january usually we start late december um, but really the go dates like january 1st and that goes until march so the acfl goes basically from august to uh, i think october basically um and then the NCFL will go from um, January to March. So excellent, excellent. You know, it occurred to me, I meant to ask injuries in terms of allocations. I remember when I was a kid, I used to do, you know, with the J4s, you know, in the original penalty, uh, injury chart, you know, the max anyone could be at was one or two games. I kind of made it like half season, full season with a two or 12 roll. For league play, how do you handle that? It's the same thing. So whatever the board tells us, right? So if we roll, you know, 66 or double ones, I think it's one or two games. So, you know, you can lose a guy for two games or a game. Um, but if you, you can get it multiple times, I guess, so he could be out just not those two games. So if you roll him again, right, he can be injured again for another couple of games. So um, I know like when you're, if you're going to be a playoff team, I know everyone pulls their J4s out, like in the last game, if it does, if it's a mean, meaningless game, we'll pull our J fours out so they don't get hurt for the, you know, for that playoff game. So, I mean, the odds of them getting hurt for multiple games is is slim, but it has happened. Oh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> never know. You never know. I lost George Kittle last year for a couple of games. It was regular season, thank God, but I lost mm -hmm. him for a couple of games. So, um, but it, it was a blessing because I needed it, needed some carry. So I had Devonte Freeman as my as my taxi squad player and so he was able to carry the rock the whole entire game so i saved because i had uh, raheem mostert so i saved some carries for him so which was which is a good thing because he was limited to begin awesome. with yes all right all right well awesome uh we're going to be looking forward to it uh, you post your results uh, on delphi on your website on facebook or is there a better way to follow the action here um, just on our website. Um, so, you know, the NCFL website, which, you know what, it, which is, and I do the website. So Jerry and I do the website for the NCFL. And then I, I do the, I also do the website for the ACFL. So, um, you know, I do, like I said, I'm pretty much the graphics guy. I'll, I'll try to 
you know, freshen up the front page. So it's something new with every other month or whatever. But during the season, I try to keep it updated the best I can with my time. Um, but Jerry takes care of all the rosters um, on both sides. So, I mean, he really, I mean, Jerry is just a blessing with what he does, to be honest with you. I mean, he keeps us, he keeps the glue. I mean, he's the glue that, that keeps the leagues together, to be honest with you. We have, like I said, all these guys are great guys, um, but Jerry stands out, you know, there's no question about it. So, um, so Jerry, if you're watching, thank you for everything that you do. Um, I know everyone tells you that already, but, but we, we thank you. And like I said, everyone in, in both leagues are, are great, Jeff. And hopefully one day we, we can expand and, and, and guys like yourself and some other folks that want to join us would be, would, it's, it's a fun league. I mean, if you really like APA and you want to commit, you know, two to three hours, maybe three and a half hours, you know, once a week to play Apple football. I mean, why not? Right. I mean, if you have the time, you know, and play a game that you really like or love, you know, do it. Right. It <laughs> so, keeps up. Yeah. Keeps up on yeah. your math skills and your <laughs> all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then do you need, do you need the websites on that? I have, uh, and I can post them in the video description. Um, the, uh, yeah, for folks, uh, we'll post it in there, but, uh, the NCFL is jzajack.wixsite.com and AF, ACFL appleleague.wixsite.com. Very tidy sites, I must say, by the way. They've always, I think you should win a Webby for your uh, visuals, by the way. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, we, listen, we, we, we take pride. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm a big stat guy. I don't know if I said that earlier or not. If I'm repeating myself, I apologize. No. But I, you know, I like to go back and I, you know, and I'm sure other people do. We like to go back and, you like to look at the draft and see, you know, why did I take this guy or why did I pass on this guy? And, um, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. It, it really is. It's kind of cool to look back, you know, from maybe six years ago and say, I took that guy number one. I can't believe I did that. Like I took, I got some ribbing uh, recently on my, uh, I took uh, DD Westbrook, I think three years ago as my number one, one of my number one, well, as my number one pick. Mm -hmm. Um and that that pick hasn't turned out very well. He's no longer on my team. I actually traded him a couple of years mm. ago. But um, yeah, we we rib each other um, from time to time on on some picks that might not have been very good. So, but you know, yeah. the one that the one that uh, you know, I'm sure everyone feels the same way is Patrick Mahomes, right? Mm. Uh, let, I think he went, if I'm not mistaken, I think he went in the seventh round in our draft one year. I mean, granted, he only played one game, you know, before he you know took off and became the superstar he is. But yeah, he went in the seventh round in our draft. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it is uh, uh, an ephemeral kind of a thing, you know. It's <laughs> you just gotta everything's gotta be kind of on, you know. It's gotta fall into place, you know. There's like kind of odd chemistry about it that hard to define, really. Yeah, you just gotta have a hunch, I guess. You know what I mean? If you yeah. think this guy's gonna be a stud and you know able to pick him up, then hey, you got him. At, you got him. You know, you got a good value for that pick for sure. So the draft's fun. You know, the draft's always fun, regardless of it's NCFL or ACFL. The drafts are always fun. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to be looking forward uh, to uh, the season here and uh, best of luck. Great to speak with you, Bobby. Um, oh, thanks you too, so much Jeff. for your insights. Appreciate no, it. I appreciate it. And at any time I enjoyed it. And, and thanks, Jeff. Absolutely, man. You got Absolutely. it. Be well and good luck in the league. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I need it this year, I think. All right. <laughs> be well. All right, All right yeah. buddy. Take care. All right. See, see you. Yeah.